What's up, everybody? This is your host, Josh. And this is your host, Rail. Welcome to Econics Talks. This is our podcast, and we're going to be talking about different lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. Welcome back to Econics, guys. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have Zadi here. I mean, this is like my little brother. Watch this man grow up, and he is actually doing some big things. So one of the things that he's doing, he has a million streams on YouTube with this hit song called Feisty. He also has over 100,000 followers on Instagram, and he's worked with some of the biggest Instagram influencers. So he's an upcoming Florida rapper and influencer. So I just wanted to bring him on today because, you know, he's young, but he's actually making a lot of moves that a lot of people his age will actually want to be doing. And I wanted to kind of tell his story and just, you know, tell everybody like what he's been, you know, what he's been through. Just give you guys an insight on, you know, why he chose to do this instead of doing, you know, more traditional um, paths to success. So introduce yourself, man. Uh, it's Lil Zadi, you know what I'm saying? Um, Instagram, you can find me at Lil Zadi, YouTube, Lil Zadi, everything basically the same, all my social media. Spell it for me. Uh, Z, uh, it's like Lil Yachty, but with a Z. So that would be Z-A-C-H-T-Y. Okay. All right. So first question is, um, what made you decide to actually start, you know, making Instagram videos and like getting popular with it? Like, how did you know that that was going to be a thing for you? Well, I felt like it was already going to be a thing. Because in school, I used to get kicked out all the time for being a class clown. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I just always wanted to have the attention. I wanted. I started out as being a comedian. Like, I wanted to be funny. I wanted to make people's day. I wanted to make, like, make people laugh. And that's what happened. I started making videos. And I started getting recognition from other influencers. They'd be like, wow, this is actually funny. And then people would start coming on my page and be like, bro, your videos make my day. I just love your videos. That's what it really started out with. And then when I started seeing I got attention, I liked that attention. So I continued to put videos out daily. Every day I would just make a video. Didn't matter what it was. It was actually really hard because coming up with content every single day. So you yeah, put a pin in that because I definitely want to talk about content. Yeah, it was a job. It was yeah, actual it a job. job. Yeah. So when did you realize that comedy and just making people laugh was like your gift? Because obviously like you're successful at this. So it's not something that you just stumbled upon. You actually enjoyed doing this. So when did you realize that this was your gift? Maybe about two years ago when I first started getting into it, when I had like 9K, 8K. I started from, I okay, I had... Yo, six, tell us about the blow up, bro. Like, tell us tell us like from zero okay. to that nine. All right. I had, <laughs> had 6,000 followers. Okay. Well, 5K. Then I would get followers myself by like just talking to regular people, mm-hmm. following and unfollowing people. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I started with 5K. I was like, okay, I'm at 5K. That's a, that's a big, that's a pretty big number. I should start doing something with my followers. So I started making videos. Then I went to 6K. Kept making videos with 7K, 8K, now 9K. That's when I started getting hype every day. Video, video, video. Have my friend. I have my friend. Um, his name is Anais. He went to school with me. Um, I was like, okay, bro. We're going to sit here and we're going to come up with content. He stayed with me for the summer because it was really, the, it was summertime. Um, I was procrastinating with my driver's license. I had just graduated. I didn't really want to do anything. I was like, bro, I don't want a job. I don't want, I want, <laughs> I want to make money off of doing something I want to do. Yeah. But my mom was trying to make me work with her in her nail salon. But I was like, nah. So, you wasn't feeling that? Nah, I wasn't really feeling that. <laughs> that was not so, the move. <laughs> so, I went ahead and was like, okay, while I'm, while my mom isn't really pushing me, because I knew it was coming. I knew she was like, okay, you're going to have to get in my house if you don't got a job. So I said, okay, I'm going to start making content. So I started making content. 
So you didn't you didn't just start making content. You you started like going like I started ham. going ham. When you I started, started seeing ham. that I was getting recognition the first time. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about the first time. The you first got time I went viral. Well, not viral, but I got fourteen thousand views. That's viral. That that's viral enough. Yeah, that's viral um, enough. That's when I that's when I pushed. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's time. It's you time. realize that's you what could, I could do. I could do this. I can actually do this. So you then had I, that moment. So this that moment. So I think every entrepreneur. Every person has that moment of just like like realization. Like you have that moment where it's just like, oh wow, like I can actually do this. Like this, I, I can do this. Yes. And you just have that confidence that like that is whatever you're doing is for you. So you had that moment when you hit that nine thousand. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. When I hit that nine thousand and I pushed and I got the ten k, I had so many supporters. My supporters like, I have supporters now, but my supporters at ten k, they were diehard. Like it was. Everything like I used to make these. Well, I went from comedy. I did these music videos. I used to do like I used to pick famous songs or or viral songs at the time, and I used to act out the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I would actually do whatever they said in the song and right. put it together and make like a little music video. And I used to be like tag this artist. I don't got the attention of Black Youngster. I don't got the attention of Day Day, um, Columnati, um, who else? There's some other artists that I got attention of. Okay, like YB in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then that's when I, I kind of stopped with that because it was a lot of work, and it was a lot Why'd of work. Why'd you stop? Because at the time I actually ended up I ended up getting a job, and I ended up getting my driver's license, so I was more responsible. I had things I actually had to do, and so it kind of slowed me down. And I the job really like it really put me in like I was really depressed when I had a job. I don't yeah. know if that sounds funny. No, like, no, no, no. It was like, like it was like because I know this is not what I want to do. So and let I, me let me put a pin in that because I want you to talk about that a little bit. So you actually so. What you're telling me is you started out, you start mm -hmm. making videos, you mm -hmm. start going ham, you start putting in mad work, mm -hmm. but then like life hit because you got to make money. Yeah. And so then you took a step back and you actually walked away from your dream. Yes. You walked away from what made you happy and then you start to fall into a depression. Yeah. So put a pin in, I want you to tell like people like why, like what was so dark about that? Like you saw yourself walking down that dark tunnel. Because like my mom was pushing me to get a job and I knew that's not what I want to do. That's not really what a lot of people want to do. Well, it depends, because some people think jobs are fun. If they're doing what they want to do, they're going to love their job. I wasn't doing what I love to do, so it didn't make me feel like I was living my life the right way. Only free time I had was on the weekend. I was working, like, literally 12-hour shifts. I was every day, through Monday through Friday. Then the weekend, I had free time, but on the weekend, after working 12-hour 12, 12 shifts all week, you're tired on the weekend, so there's nothing to do. So that's when I kind of, so I, I backed away from the comedy because I was like, okay, that's a lot of work. So I went to dancing a little bit. I started picking up on dancing. I started getting a little, I was like doing dust smashes, um, actually doing sessions, hosting sessions, having people link up because that was what made me happy. Um, so that's the only happiness I found was when I danced. When you danced? Yes. Because I noticed you do a lot of dancing videos now. Um, I'm iffy on the dancing. I like doing it, but it's not something I want to be. I'm no, I don't want to be a dancer. I'm You're not a dancer. My main focus is it's a rapper. Yeah, exactly. rapper. No, really a rapper. Okay. That's what my main focus is. I don't really do comedy that much, but like if you check my story, you're like, okay, this dude is funny. I see where he came from with the comedy. But my main focus right now is rapping because I know I can make a lot of money off of rapping, and I actually like doing it. Okay. Because the influencer, you can make money if you make the right moves, but I don't have all the plugins yet. So I'm actually currently networking. I network a lot. That's why I go out of town to Atlanta, and I try to go to anything, anything that benefits me. So how do you, because I'm pretty sure people want to know, like, how do you stay afloat? Like, how do you pay bills? How does that, how do you, you know, make that happen? That's where the rap, that's where the rapping comes in. The rapping okay. has, my song has actually helped me make a lot of money. And I, and every time I get a check, 
I'm like, yes, I'm happy. Because, Tell them the name of the song. Uh, the name is Feisty. It currently has 1.1 mil on YouTube. That's big, bro. How many people can say? And that's without <laughs> even, that's without Worldstar. That's not without Big Pages reposting me. That's just me. And other Dove Smashers, they love, they, that song went viral too because not only because people like the song, but there was actually other big influence that also liked the song and made a challenge out of it. Okay. What kind of challenges were they made? I know you said they make dance, dance challenges. Dance challenges, yeah, dance challenges. Like, uh, what's the last dance challenge that came out? I can't think. Oh, man. Yeah, I got a blank. Yeah, it's like a new, it's a new era. <laughs> it's a new era. They do they do a set of dance moves and put them together, and it's a challenge. So whoever can do the set of dance moves, they put the hashtag in that. Okay. So, what you want me to talk about how the song Feisty came up? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I currently, my first time, okay, let's see. My mom actually got me into the rapping. She used to rap. So I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. But I, I was like, I ain't really messing with you because you're kind of old and you're rapping. But I was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and see if I got the talent. So I was like, okay. I went ahead and started doing it. I wrote my first song, went to the studio, had a lot of support. My cousin, my girl, um, other people, my mom. I wrote my first song. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. So I uploaded everything wrong. I didn't think that song was going to take off, but it did. So I probably would have had two songs with a million views, but so I add, uploaded it Let me wrong. ask you this. So you said you had a song and you didn't know if it was going to take off. So where no. did you first post it at and how did you get it out to the people? Um, I had it and I posted it on my page and I got a lot of reactions like, whoa, this is fire. This is fire. My first song is very explicit because I was ignorant. I didn't know how to. It was my first time. Talking about Feisty? Yeah. No, no, I'm not talking about Feisty. It's a song called No Loop. No one really knows about it because I uploaded it wrong. So I uploaded it on SoundCloud. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Whatever. It's on SoundCloud, but it does what it does. And then I started realizing it started going up. My first song, remind you, it's only one song on my SoundCloud channel. No other songs. I never use my SoundCloud brand new channel. It started going up and up. Right now, let me look it up right now. It currently has on SoundCloud, because that's the only place I uploaded. I did not upload on YouTube. It currently has 128K. And so my producer, the, the dude that produced the song, Nitro, mm -hmm. he was like, you need to upload on YouTube. I was like, no, nah, it's not going to do nothing. And I didn't even put it on iTunes yet. And then somebody, I sent it to people. I sent it to some of my Instagram friends, some of the dancers. Mm -hmm. And he was like, this is fire. So I sent him. He put on Dust Smash. He danced to it, made a challenge out of it. Ended up getting put on a YouTube channel. Let me see if I can find it. I can tell you how many views it has on this YouTube channel. But so he put the song on the YouTube channel? No, he put it on his Instagram page. Instagram. But there's this YouTube channel that puts the challenge together and put it on okay. YouTube. Okay. Okay. Now I can tell you how many it has on youtube right now it actually has 236k on youtube wow. so that was my first viral song but i didn't upload right so nobody really so you really feel like you like you found your calling yes like i did on the right path yeah. so what does your mom say now like i know you haven't made it like big but you're on the way so you know if you stay consistent you stay on that path you know eventually you're gonna break some ceilings mm -hmm. so what does your mom say about that well currently i'm not talking to my mom because some drama went down um, I lost my job with her. She's not doing too good, so I don't really talk to her. But I mean, you, I grew, I grew up with you. We grew up with each other, like yeah, yeah, yeah. from the church. Yeah. Um, you know, Sherika was my godmom and all mm -hmm. that. Um, you want me to tell, like, start from the beginning? Yeah, man. Okay. Like, um, tell, like, whatever you're comfortable sharing, bro. Like, tell, what I want people to understand is like where we come from. This shit gets real out here, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's not, you know, 
I didn't see anybody die or anybody killed or anything, but you know, food stamps. I know what that is. I know what yeah. Section Eight is. I know what all of government. That. I know what all that stuff is. So yeah, tell them, man. Um, I'm gonna try to sum it up because I don't want to go on too long and be like, oh, you feeling you sorry time. for yourself. Okay. Um, so starting out, I uh, my mom was in and out of jail. wasn't really there for me, so she left me with these daycare people, not knowing I was with them all the time. I loved them. I was like, yeah, I love being here. But then I started wondering, like, where's my mom at? Where's my mom? Where's my mom? I was starting to see her less and less when I started staying there. And long story short, they started end up taking custody because my mom was just too caught up in herself. So I started staying with her, with the daycare people, I mean. And the whole time, I felt loved, but I felt like I didn't belong. I didn't have no other blood family. My blood family disowned me because I'm half black. My mom's side is white, and then she had God with a black man, and then here I am, light-skinned. And they didn't want to mess with my mom. They actually disowned her and me because I'm half black. So you knew J. Cole? Yeah. <laughs> so so only so only blood I had was my real mom and my aunt. And my aunt was like always busy. I didn't really hit her up that much. So that's when they just started taking care of me, you know. Like when you're with somebody that's not your blood, you feel like they love you, but they can never love you like a family, like your actual blood relatives can. Right. But so then I ended up staying with them. I was a real problem child. I used to do a lot of things that I wasn't supposed to be doing, especially in school whenever I had freedom. So that's when my godmom came, and I lived with my godmom, went to high school um, with her. I stayed, I stayed with her and because she, she was down the street from the high school that I wanted to go to. So I went to high school. I ended up having so many problems in high school, I messed around and fell behind on my grades. And I was like, bro, this is it. I'm not going to graduate. I'm not going to graduate with my year. So I was like, okay, so... I think it was 11th grade year. I, I failed. Not because I'm stupid. I'm not dumb. I'm no, far I, from dumb. No, I, I believe that. I failed because I didn't want to do the work. I wanted the attention. I wanted attention to everybody. I wanted to be cool. I wasn't even cool. It was just everybody just messed with me because I was just cool with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I wasn't the popular kid. Right. right. Just everybody just knew me right. as, as, oh, he's funny. He's, he's not really, he doesn't really get into drama. So... I saw I was failing, so I decided I was going to go to job courts. If you don't know what that is, it's like it's kind of like a college almost, but it's for people that messed up in school. So you can come there and actually get a um, what's it called, a career and like um, a trade or yeah, a trade, like a trade. That's exactly what it is, whatever, yeah. like barbering, um, construction, um, culinary, all of that. So I went there, ended up getting kicked out of there because I got into a fight. It was I was 16 at the time, so I was the youngest. So a lot of people tried me. Like, because they know I was the youngest there. And I ended up getting into a fight because the 18-year-old tried to mess with me, and I tried to kill him. I like, tried to put chicken wire around his neck. What? Yeah, it was because, yeah, I was young, so I really didn't have no other choice to try and, like, hurt him for real. Right. Um. So I got kicked out of there. That's when I was, like, going through it. When I got kicked out of job cards, I, like, oh, I don't blew everything, bro. I don't have nothing else. There's no other option because I can't go back to school. I thought I couldn't go back to school. So um, I went to a really, that's when, that's when I started. Depression is not a joke. Like, that's when it really hit me. And I was real skinny. I got real skinny. I wasn't eating. Um, so then I went. I tried to go to a high school, another high school called Robinson. And they taught, they like, when I tried to sign up, they asked me where I was coming from. So I ended up having to tell them I came from Job Corps. And nobody wants to know when I came from Job Corps because like, they found out I got kicked out. And they're like, okay, you got kicked out of Job Corps. You can get kicked out of here. So um, I ended up going to, like, an alternative school, like a career school, basically. So it was kind of like Job Corps, but without spending the night there and staying there. Um, I went there. Thought I wasn't gonna graduate there, but I actually towards the end of the year, graduation year, I pushed. I was like, no, I can't do it. I gotta graduate. So I ended up graduating finally, eventually. So 
Then one of my 18th birthday birthday when I graduated, I decided I want to live with my real mom because she she what I seen she had her stuff together. Mm-hmm. So she had it all together. I was like, okay, we're gonna live with her. So that's when I started like getting into the content because I had a lot of free time because she was always going to work and I had the whole house to myself. So I just went content, 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 content. You was taking advantage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then, um, long story short, she made me get a job, got a car, started going to work every day, and I slowed down on the content. Wasn't really into it like that. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Let me tell you something, bro. So my story is is when it comes to school is very similar, except mine happened in college. Mm-hmm. So I went through some bad stuff in college. Um, like my dad was sick, and um, I, I ended up being in a position where like I, I hated school, and because it's not that I hated school, it's just I felt like it. Not say it wasn't for me, but I just I was depressed, man. Like it yeah. was a situation where I was doing something that I just didn't want to do. So I ended up, um, and people don't even know this. Some people do, but you know, six seven years later, I'm proud to tell this story because I know somebody needs it. But um, I graduated college with a 2.1 GPA. Mm-hmm. I barely graduated. Barely graduated. When I came back home after I left Morehouse, I didn't have my degree. I walked across that stage, but I didn't have my degree yet. So I was depressed. I was sad. I felt sorry for myself. And then I just had like the right mentorship. I had the right people around to kind of just kind of cultivate me and say, it's okay. Like you're going to be okay, but you got to finish. And so that's when, you know, I was back in Tampa. I pretty much finished and I literally had like two classes left. So my degree, I got it from Morehouse, of course. So I had to like get those, make sure those credits were okay to get sent back to the school to finish out my stuff. So I just finished those last two classes at USF and got my degree. So and the rest is history. But, you know, when it comes to depression and just when you aren't in the place where you know you are supposed to be like that, you can really find yourself in that dark, dark tunnel. So obviously, you know, you had all this free time. Then, you know, you start to see the light. So now, like, what's next for you? Um, Right now, I'm going to be honest. I'm still going through a lot. It might look all good being on the outside looking in. Like, you go on my Instagram page, you're like, okay, this dude's pretty happy. But right now, like I said, going back to my mom, I actually was living with her. And like I said, I want to go back to when I said I thought she was doing good and everything was all fine. She was, we was going to get back closer. We actually did get closer. We had a lot of arguments when I first moved in with her because she was still a stranger to me. Remind you, I didn't grow up with her. But um, she ended up going back into her dark hole, I guess. And she got to feeling like nobody cared about her again. And she went back to her old habits. So we lost the house. Um, Actually lost, she lost her nail shops that she had. She had two nail shops in the mall. So I lost my job because I was, um, she, um, what you call it? She hired me to work there. So I lost my job. And that was really the main thing that was like paying my bills. Like, I had the music, but it didn't give me my money yet. So um, so I lost everything in a matter of like two months. And getting a job is like I got one, but I didn't want to go to it. <laughs> and it's really sad because like you think that someone that doesn't have anything would want to get a job. But I'm not lazy. It's just that's not for me. I'll sit there and just. It I'll overthink stuff and I'll just be like that. Like it's just a lot of go throughs in my head, but um. So I like I going back that I lost everything. I lost everything, literally almost everything. I had to buy storage for all my stuff and find another place to live, which I'm currently staying at. So, so, so pretty much you in a you in a position where like you you 
you have to figure it out. I have to. Like it's you no, have no other choice. There's no other choice. So I, yeah. music is it. Music is the only thing that I can do right now. That's it. That's why I put so much. And some people don't understand. They were like, you're stupid. Like, you're dumb for chasing your dream. Because, like, I've had people tell me I'm not even going to make it out of Tampa. Like, Tampa's not where you're going to make it out of. So that's why I go to Atlanta. And people just don't believe in me. But I'm like, I'm going to have to. I believe in me. That's all that matters to me now. I, all I got is myself. And I had to realize that. I can't look for support in other people. I have to support myself first. Bro, you can make money anywhere. Yeah. If you got a laptop and a phone. Mm -hmm. That's why I network and do so much. That's why I try to do everything yeah. I can to get my name out there. So if you had a piece of advice to give somebody that's trying to do what you're doing, what would you tell them? Your whole heart has to be into it. You got to be for sure that this is what you want to do. You can't quit. You got to keep pushing no matter what. Even if it looks like it's not working, every day you got to work. You got to keep doing something towards your dream. It doesn't matter. You can't be sitting down. I can't, I'm kind of hypocrite, but you can't be sitting down all the time just waiting for it to come to you. You got to go to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree. So how much, how much time do you put into your craft? Out of the week? Like in, in as far as music, content, everything. Like what? Like how much time goes into creating and really like, because you got to use your mind. Yeah, you really like do. You're, you're, you can be mentally exhausted. Yes, yes. That happens a lot. I, there's actually times when I be like, I give up. I'm not doing it no more. Like I'll get mad and my whole, my whole mindset, my whole, my whole aura, whatever, it just, just goes bad. And it's like, like I just want to give up on everything. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. There's times when I've sat down and just be like, okay, this is it for me. That's normal. Though. But then when I wake up the next day. Everything comes to me. You know what I'm <laughs> and saying? And it's like, it's like, you know what? That's crazy. I'm doing it. Yeah, I can't it's do crazy. nothing else. This is what I want to do. So I'll sit here, I'll sit here trying to, I'll find a beat, try to write to it. Like, right, this is trash. Delete everything. Complain a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to do this. I complain to my producer. Complain to my girl. Say, I give up. Then wake up the next morning. Boom. I got a song written and everything. Ready to record. And it actually is like, for me, my songs aren't about, like, being a hood nigga, like, selling drugs all the time. It's about, I like the beat. I love the beats. I love to have beat catches. I love to have stuff that catches your ear. I want you, I don't really make laid back songs. I make songs that make you want to get up and dance. You know what I'm saying? And why is that? Because I know that's what people like. This generation is the generation of dancers. They love dancing. There's big influencers that they look up to that are dancers, and they just it just keeps going down the line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get it. So, what I'll do, I'll do this for you. Um, there's a book I want you to read, mm -hmm. and then we can we can end the interview. We almost done anyway. Mm -hmm. um, there's a book that I want you to read. It's called uh, The Alchemist. Have you ever read that book before? I've heard of it. I think I actually picked that book out of the library one time, but I didn't read it. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a book called The Alchemist. Mm -hmm. And for those of y'all listening, the, the Alchemist, and I'm not going to give away everything, but it's pretty much about a kid who is on his journey to find what they call his personal legend. And it's a spiritual book, but it's not biblical. But you can tell that it has a lot of spiritual ties. Mm -hmm. So it's really a book about a boy trying to find his destiny, literally. And how there are moments in the book where he has moments where he wants to give up but then like fate just pushes him one way and he's he's right back where he's supposed to be yeah so bro read the book i'm telling you it's a it's a short read it's not long you can probably read it in a week if you got some time but i want you to read that book and i'm going to interview you again and i'm going to interview you today is february 5th mm -hmm. and it's 10 o'clock at night 
And this is, um, I'm going to interview you a year from now. Okay. I'm going to challenge you because you're so close to breaking through to that next level. And I'm going to interview a year from now. A year from now, I got a lot of goals too. So we should be able to have a free time to make this happen. Yeah. So a year from now, we're going to do another interview. And I want people to hear your come up story because the world needs to hear your story. Because today you just touched somebody. There's one, some of my listeners that you just, you just helped them. You know, we didn't even talk about investing, but what you talked about was your, was your entrepreneurial spirit to just chase something that you know isn't guaranteed, but you believe in one thing and as you, yeah. and you bend everything and what you got. So thank you for telling your story. No I problem. appreciate that, man. Hey man, this is Zadi and thank you for having, you know, being on my show, Econics Talks. Tell everybody one more time where they can find your music. Tell everybody one more time where they can follow you so that way they can contact you. All right, we got Lil Zadi on Instagram, Lil Zadi on Tripper, uh, my bad, Twitter, um, Zadi on SoundCloud, and Lil Zadi on YouTube. Um, that's it. All right. It's Lil Zadi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace, y'all. Y'all have a good right. one. Oh, wait, one more thing. If you like the content that I'm providing, like, comment, subscribe, and share. Follow us on Instagram. It is Econics, E-C-O-N-I-X with an underscore at the end. Thank you guys for your support, and I look forward to hearing from you. Peace.